Welcome to the Teal Shirt Report. My name is Scott. Uh, we are brought to you by Anchor.fm, Saucer Realty, where Larry Saucer has a lot of great North Florida listings for real estate, residential, even some business listings, too. Check out Saucer Realty. You go to BigJReport.com. Scroll down to our, our weather area where we check the uh, extended weather report. And right in the middle of the uh, weather report, you'll find Saucerility. You can click Larry's uh, website. Check out many of the North Florida listings through Saucerility. A lot of North Florida listings. And make sure you talk to Larry Saucer for your real estate needs at Saucerility. So welcome into the Teal Shirt Report. We want to get to things kind of uh, quickly today. Probably the biggest you know, the biggest news of the um, the late off season, you might say, is Gardner Minshew's workout video, the passing drills where he showed his accuracy, timing, and his, his pure ability. And we're looking forward to Gardner Minshew playing QB, being the starter for the Jags in 2020. Also, one of the biggest news items of the offseason is, has got to be the catch that right tackle Jawan Taylor made, and it's got to be the biggest catch of the 2020 season already. Jacksonville Jaguars right tackle Jawan Taylor made the biggest catch of the 2020 season. The Jags right tackle caught a 400-pound huge grouper fish off the coast of Jupiter, Florida, where he was uh, fishing with uh, uh, some friends. And um, it was a catch of a lifetime, according to Taylor, as he went fishing with some friends recently in the Jupiter, Florida area. What a big catch, about a 400-pound grouper fish. And uh, Taylor was quoted to saying it was like it was like pulling up a bus. So you're talking about a right tackle on an NFL team. There's not many people that could have pulled up a 400-pound fish, a giant grouper fish, 400 pounds, again, off the coast of Jupiter, Florida. So uh, congratulations on that catch by Jacksonville Jaguars right tackle, Jawan Taylor. You are listening to the Teal Shirt Report, and we appreciate you listening in to the Teal Shirt Report. Again, sponsored by Anchor.fm. You can follow us at BigJReport.com and, of course, Saucerility. Check out the uh, North Florida listings, the North Florida real estate listings that uh, Larry has at Saucerility. Also, in some breaking uh, NFL news from, you know, this uh, past week or so, as we're recording this, and, and we hope everyone had a happy 4th of July as we're recording this latest Teal Shirt Report. On Sunday, July the 5th, Sunday morning, July the 5th, um, as of July the 2nd, we got this information. The NFL for 2020 is cutting the preseason games in a half from four to two. The Jacksonville Jaguars will play preseason games against the Buccaneers in Tampa Bay on August the 22nd. And the Jacksonville Jaguars will also play Washington. Now, I've got it mentioned it's the Washington Redskins, but now they're talking about a name change. 
Who knows? Maybe they're going to call themselves the Red Arrows. That was the name that I had kind of proposed with that old, you know, the early 70s um, style helmet with the arrow on the helmet. But we'll see what happens. You know, time and time again, Washington Redskins owner Daniel Snyder said he would never change the name of the team from the Washington Redskins. They have been the Redskins since 1933. They started out being the Boston Redskins. Then a few years later, and I believe it was what, the maybe the 1940s or so when they moved to Washington, they kept the name the Washington Redskins. And they've been the Washington Redskins, you know, since then. And they've been the Redskins since 1933. So there's a lot of history with the name, the franchise. But, you know, it's in this world of uh, political correctness. It sounds like, especially since Nike said, hey, we're going to take the Washington Redskins, you know, stuff down. We're not going to sell it as the Washington Redskins. you got to change the name of the team. So now, for the first time ever, I think Daniel Snyder is actually considering a name change. Now, when you think about it, a lot of people won't like it. Some people may. But when you go to a new name, you're going to go to new merchandise. Sounds like in the long run, they're just going to make more money. Perhaps. It just depends. Money seems to, you know, run professional sports leagues. So we'll see what happens. Does it make more people mad? Or do people just want to buy the uh, new merchandise when they, you know, make the name change? You know, they say, well, and then again, the Washington Redskins merchandise, you know, is basically going to become, you know, it's, it's, it's going to become collector's items. But then you got the new merchandise to think about. So we'll see where that goes. But in any event, the Jacksonville Jaguars will play the Washington team, whether they're, whether they're called the Redskins or whatever name they're called. I mean, I heard a quote the other day where um, the Reds, somebody with the Redskins, I believe it was actually the uh, head coach, you know, that was just recently hired, um, you know, a few months back. And we're talking about the former Carolina Panthers uh, head coach. Uh, we understand that they're hoping – They're hoping to get the name changed before the season starts. So, I mean, this is all breaking news. This has all been breaking news over just, you know, the last three or four days, actually. So, again, the Jaguars will play the Washington Redskins at home at TIAA Bank Field on August the 29th as of now. So, Again, the NFL has announced that the preseason games have been cut in half from four to two. The Jaguars will play against Tampa Bay, against the Buccaneers at Tampa Bay on August 22nd. And then the Jaguars will play Washington at TIAA Bank Field on August 29th. As of now, training camp is what we're being told as of now. Training camp will begin approximately the last week of July in 2020, and again, the Jags' first first of two preseason games uh, will be played on August the 22nd, so that's kind of the, the timeline right now. And as, of course, we really don't know anything yet about will there be fans in the stands when the regular season starts on September the 13th. I'm, I'm assuming 
the preseason games, there won't be any fans. You know, not people are not really, let's face it, people are not really in love with the preseason games, but, you know, it allows players to get their reps. So two games is better than none. The controversy has always been, do the players need four preseason games? I think they, you know, actually the the main guys probably only play in at the most three games anyway, right? The last game is to take a look at your roster and to see, hey, are we keeping this guy, cutting this guy, putting this guy on the practice squad? You know, the uh, it goes on and on. But again, this year there will be only two preseason games. I'm sure the preseason games will probably include no fans. But when the Jags open the regular season for real on September the 13th against the Colts at TIAA Bank Field, 1 o'clock Sunday afternoon, September the 13th, will there be no fans, some fans, or more than some fans, or even a lot of fans? We'll find out what happens. Again, COVID-19 is the unknown. And again, again, as we said on our last uh, podcast show episode, if you will, it's always our thinking. Well, is it going to be? A, is it going to be better a month from now? You know, as I record this, it's July the fifth, and of course, this COVID nineteen situation has been going on since what about uh, mid to uh, late March of twenty twenty now. So we've given you some Jaguars news. We also want to talk about North Florida Entertainment. I was kind of I was kind of saddened to learn about some more you know concerts uh, being postponed. REO Speedwagon now has officially been postponed, and that show will be held next year. It was supposed to be held, you know, in late July of 2020, but it's been postponed to July the 22nd of 2021. Another concert kind of caught my eye, Foreigner Jukebox Hero, the Foreigner Jukebox Hero Tour 2020 at Daly's Place was scheduled for Friday, September the 4th at 7 o'clock p.m. Now, we understand the Foreigner show for September the 4th here in Jacksonville has been canceled. There are a couple of shows in St. Augustine. August 15th, a group called Blue October. I'm not as familiar with them, but they have a pretty good following. That uh, August 15th show by the group Blue October is still on schedule for the St. Augustine Amphitheater Backyard Stage in St. Augustine, Florida on August the 15th at about 7 o'clock in the evening. So we haven't got any postponement or cancellation about Blue October on August 15th at St. Augustine Amphitheater, at least not as of July the 5th as we record this uh, Sunday, July 5th uh, podcast, our 40th episode or show of the Teal Shirt Report. Ricky Skaggs, country artist. His show is still scheduled for August the 21st at 8 o'clock p.m. at the Ponte Vedra Concert Hall in Ponte Vedra Beach, Florida. But keep in mind a show even a few days later, the Foreigner show that kind of caught my eye. I said, man, this is going to be a great show. So we got to writing it up on the website at bigjreport.com. And then as I investigated uh, Foreigner, the Jukebox Hero Tour of 2020, which was scheduled at Daly's Place on Friday, September the 4th at 7 o'clock p.m. in 2020, I said, man, this could, this, they, could, they could actually pull this thing off and have uh, Foreigner on September the 4th. As soon as I started writing 
a little article up about it. All of a sudden, the show got canceled. So the show was canceled. Foreigners canceled. You know, Foreigner always, it seems like, plays Jacksonville. Sometimes they play at the, you know, at the arena if they have other groups with them. Uh, you know, Foreigner has been, you know, at, you know, at, I'd say Foreigner has, has probably been at almost every good size venue in Jacksonville. So I, I know they'll be back. But again, and, and a lot of it has to do with, you know, once you postpone a show or even cancel it, then you've got to say, well, we've got to make sure we get arena or venue availability down the road. So that's, you know, that's certainly part of it too. The EIF, when we talk about North Florida entertainment, the elite indoor football, I mean, the elite indoor football league, they're, they're about the only game in town. Now they're playing at a smaller venue, the ice and sports complex over on, of course, um, you know, Phillips over there. And, um, well, let me pull up where that place is located. That's over there. I always forget the name of that road. But um, let me pull up that information on the game is actually being scheduled for today. That's over at uh, at Emerson and Phillips, I should say. Sometimes I forget that Emerson Road. But um, the Southern Steam 1-1 one one will play the Tampa Tigers today on Sunday, July 5th, as we record this uh, Teal Shirt Report. The Southern Steam versus the uh, Tampa Bay Tigers. The Southern Steam 1-1 one one versus the Tampa Tigers on Sunday, July the 5th at the Ice and Sports Complex near Emerson and Phillips uh, here in Jacksonville, Florida. And, hey, it's the only – it is actually the EIF, the uh, EIF, the Elite Indoor Football League, they are the only indoor – or Arena Football League operating in the country as of right now. You know, unless I hear differently, you know, I know there's there's other indoor arena leagues around the country, but I believe the EIF is the only one operating in the nation. So, again, the Southern Steam 1-1, one and one, you know, and, and I had a chance to go to the, the last game a couple of weeks ago, you know, at home, and all the Southern Steam's games, uh, all the Southern Steam games are, are being played here in Jacksonville because the league does have arena availability, you know, at the uh, Ice and Sports Complex near Emerson and Phillips. Keep in mind, the crowds are not going to be as big as, say, the arena. The um, National Arena League canceled their season. I mean, the National Arena League, particularly the Jacksonville Sharks, I mean, they would have thousands of people at their games here in Jacksonville. So you're talking about thousands of fans at the arena, at the Vice Star Veterans Memorial Arena uh, here in Jacksonville. Meanwhile, a much smaller venue and certainly a league that's, uh, you know, considered a lower level, you know, indoor or arena league, if you will, the elite indoor football league playing at the Ice and Sports Complex, where they expect, you know, at, at this game, you know, they expect a few, maybe a few hundred people at the most, right? And, you know, the last game I went to over at uh, the Ice and Sports Complex, I mean, they were actually having other little um, events. You know, there was a volleyball game over there. I think there was a hockey game earlier in the day. So this is a smaller venue that does handle a lot of needs for the public and, and the community. 
uh, here in Jacksonville. And we had a chance to see some uh, some of the Jacksonville Sharks game. I'm sorry, some of the Jacksonville Sharks fans at the last Southern Steam game. Let me reiterate that. We saw some of the Jacksonville Sharks fans, even one of the owners of the team we saw at the last Southern Steam game. You know, when the Southern Steam, you know, basically basically took it to uh, Space Coast 60-4. to The Southern Steam 60, the Space Coast Tar Heels 4, 60-4 victory for the Steam about two weeks ago as we uh, record our, our podcast uh, today on Sunday, July the 5th. This is our 40th episode or show, if you will, of the Teal Shirt Report podcast where we talk about the Jaguars, North Florida Entertainment, and some other area sports as well. So again, the Southern Steam 1-1. One one. They play the Tampa Tigers today at the Ice and Sports Complex near Emerson and Phillips uh, here in Jacksonville. And again, the EIF, the only indoor or arena football league operating in the country right now, the EIF, the elite indoor football league game starts today at 6 o'clock p.m. Doors will open at about 5 o'clock p.m. on Sunday, July the 5th. So that's going to kind of wrap up the uh, Teal Shirt Report. You know, we always give you some Jaguars information at the very uh, first portion of the show, as well as North Florida Entertainment. North Florida Entertainment is getting very frustrating with all the concerts that are being canceled, either canceled or postponed. If you want to read more about the concerts uh, that are postponed, canceled, and and any glimmer of hope of some shows coming up real soon, go to our website, our Neighbors 2 section at BigJReport.com. Uh, BigJReport.com is an internet newspaper for Jacksonville, and we've got seven pages, seven different pages on the website. So check us out at BigJReport.com. I want to thank um, the folks at Saucer Realty, Larry Saucer, for your real estate needs. Many North Florida listings at Saucer uh, Realty, and you can find his website at BigJReport.com near our weather area where we do the, the extended weather report. You know, and even the, uh, you know, the marine forecast in between the, um, the uh, you know, the immediate forecast and the marine forecast, you'll see the uh, the ad for saucerility. So check out BigJReport.com. Our podcast, you know, originates from Anchor.fm, but we're on plenty of other platforms because I see some people listen to us on Spotify. Some on Pod Paradise. I know JC listens to us. Uh, one of our Big J Report freelance writers uh, listens to us on Pod Paradise. He made me aware that Pod Paradise had picked us up. Uh, we're also on Google Podcast, Spotify, uh, Anchor, of course, and many, many other platforms, including Buzzsprout. I like Buzzsprout a good bit. So we're on those platforms and many, many other platforms. Want to thank uh, all of our listeners. Yeah, we got listeners in 14 states across the United States. Many, many different countries are listening in. I want to say hello to Andy Powers and uh, you know his his Garden Club that that listen in in Wales. We've got some good listeners in Ireland now, and listeners all over the world. I want to tell you, Germany, Hong Kong, um, New Zealand, I believe. So we got listeners all over the world and also in 14 states. 
So you've been listening to the Teal Shirt Report. Thank you for listening in. And keep in mind, right now, with COVID-19, which the cases in Florida have been greatly on the increase, not only Florida, but Texas, too. So Florida is a bit of a hotbed, particularly South Florida. Uh, here in Duval, the cases have increased you know, so much over the past month and over the past week to 10 days. However, the deaths have been at a minimum, even though you don't want to, you know, it's sad to report anyone has passed away, but the deaths, fortunately, the deaths have been kept at a minimum. And I mean, we've got some of the best, you know, hospitals and medical people in the world right here in Northeast Florida, Jacksonville and surrounding areas. So again, the deaths have been kept at a minimum. And I believe the last time we were we were with you on the Tilshirt Report, we had 64 deaths uh, here in Duval County from COVID-19. It's up a little bit to 68. But the cases now, I mean, the cases in Duval, I mean, if you go back to just a month ago, I think we had, what, over 4,000 cases. Now we're up over 7,000 cases. But again, you know, fortunately, the deaths the deaths have been kept at a minimum, now 68 in Duval County. COVID-19 is the unknown. We got college football coming up. Will it be played? I know some of these teams are having players that are testing positive uh, for the COVID virus, which means they have to, uh, you know, basically be isolated uh, for two weeks. And even the players around them will have to be quarantined, too. And, you know, that is the wild card, COVID-19. Not only do the players that test positive, you know, have to be quarantined, but in most cases, the players that are around him, you know, like if the wide receiver gets tested positive for COVID-19, it's probably going to, it may mean all the wide receivers in that room, you know, have to be uh, quarantined and tested again and things like that. So COVID-19 is the unknown. College football is coming up. There's been some people that have speculated college football could move from September to October. However, we'll go back to what we've always said. And the NFL, you know, I think the NFL, the big money NFL, they're going to want to play. I can assure you, Major League Baseball is getting ready to crank up, you know, at the end of this month of July as well. I have enjoyed some of the retro baseball games on Major League on the Major League Baseball Network as well. Seen some great, you know, games from the 1970s, 1980s. So there's a lot of great retro games, you know, games of the past that have been shown on Major League Baseball Network, and maybe you've seen some of them too. But the question is COVID-19. You know, as we sit here on Sunday morning, July the 5th, what will another month be? August the 5th? Are we going to see that we're going to see cases back on the decline or could it balloon continue to balloon so that's kind of the great unknown COVID-19 is the unknown the NFL shows you every indication they plan to keep to their schedule although they have um, they actually have cut the preseason games in half from four to two we'll keep an eye on things at bigjreport.com and uh, check us out at bigjreport.com also um, Again, you can follow us right here on the Teal Shirt Report as well. You've been listening to episode number 40.
on the Teal Shirt Report. Thank you for tuning in. How about that fish Juwan Taylor caught? A 400-pound grouper, a giant, huge grouper fish, over 400 pounds that he caught off the coast of Jupiter, Florida. You know, while on a fishing outing, fishing trip off the coast of uh, uh, Jupiter. So congratulations to right tackle, Jacksonville Jaguars right tackle, Juwan Taylor, on catching that 400-pound huge grouper fish uh, just, just this past week. And uh, Gardner Minshew, man, he looked really good in passing drills, you know, here here a few days, a few weeks back. So it's going to be an interesting season. Let's hope things get better with COVID-19. And, we, you know, we have a great season. We just, we just don't know how many fans will be allowed into the stadiums. And let's see what happens. We'll kind of follow it day by day, week by week, right here on the Teal Shirt Report. My name is Scott. Hey, and you have a great day. Thank you for listening.